128. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So we just, just a did little... a fire recording <laughs> of Psalm 15. It was eight minutes. It was spot on, natural. Oh, it flowed. It was so good. And I botched the recording. I messed mm. it up. And I turned off the recording on our Zoom so we couldn't recapture it. So we're going to try to go back and make it sound as natural right. as possible. But it's hard when you're uh, trying to recapture that uh, first feeling. So my bad. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We ain't machines, man. We can't duplicate perfectly. Right. But we'll try. All right. So one of the things um, that I think 15 is going to show us is that meaning in the Bible is not just found in its content, but in its form. Right. right. Yeah. So 15 comes after 14 and it shows that it's a contrast, right, between the two. Right. And so, you know, I think the main point of this psalm is that one of the main points, he says that, you know, all these things about godliness and godliness is extraordinarily ordinary. Ordinary. Right. 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 It's very ordinary things that God calls us to. But he starts out with a question, bro. He says, oh, Lord, who can dwell in your tent? Who can live on your holy mountain? And in many ways, this question is the question that they're asking throughout the entire Old Testament. Right. Right. That's the whole reason we got Leviticus, right? right. He's trying to show like, man, like for sinful man, right. 14, to dwell with the holy God, right. 15, right? You need to be made righteous. And yeah, this yeah. text gets this, that. Something. Yeah. And like dwell. So he's yeah, not yeah. saying, Lord, can I just come and stay for a few nights and go back home? It's like, God, give me a key to your crib. Like, I want to mm. dwell, live, and abide. Like, I want to be there. I want to have my name on the lease, right? I don't yeah. want to fear <laughs> being put out, right? I want the security that comes with dwelling. And mm. he starts off, and this is the the good thing, right? When we come to the Bible— we don't just um, say, what does it uh, show us uh, about ourselves? What do we learn about me? Right. right. Um, but we ask, right? It's not the only question, but it's one of the first questions. What does this teach us about God? Hmm. And what it helps to show us, Psalm 15, is no, no, look, look, these are the kind of people that God brings in, that God yep. accepts, that can dwell with God. And the questions that we have, the Bible answers, right? So he mm. looks up and says, God, who can possibly dwell with you if Psalm 14 is true and everybody's turned their back on you? Right. And then Psalm 15 is going to give this portrait and this answer of the people that dwell with God. Yeah. And he cuts out the guesswork, right? right like, so he right. answers his question, right. right? He's going to say, yo, the one who lives blamelessly practices righteousness and acknowledges the truth in his heart. One of the things we're going to see here is in two, the verb forms literally show us that this is like characteristics, right? right. So this isn't saying that you should be perfect, right. right? But it is saying this should be your character, right? right? Yeah. And for he goes in two to the rest of the psalm, he goes from general to specific, right? right? Yeah, yeah. What I love too is that he contrasts the like last song, right? So the last one was, all right, the fool says in his heart that there is no God. Here in verse two, it says, uh, the one who lives blamelessly practices righteousness and acknowledges the truth one in his heart, right? Amen. So again, it these are people who are behaving their 
beliefs, right? In the same way that your heart pumps blood through mm. the rest of your body to your arms and your legs, right? Your faith, righteousness was not meant to be confined to an organ, right? Yeah, but it yeah. is confined to a place that is meant to flow it out so that your righteousness literally flows out through your arms and legs and the rest of your appendages, right? That's mm. the picture that's being created here. Yeah, that's excellent, man. And one of the, like two things that really stood out to me here, I think there's a camp of people probably listening to this right. that think of godliness and holiness and righteousness as things to do. I need right. to do this, do this, do this. Right. And then I think there's another group who says, man, it's pro I primarily see godliness as things I need to avoid. Right. right. Mm. And so what he does is he says, no, 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 like it's a both and. It's right. a yes. Yeah. Right. There are things you need to do, you know, live blamelessly, practice righteousness, but there are also things you need to avoid. You right. need to avoid slandering folks and right. harming your neighbor. Right. Right. And lending stuff to folks who already ain't got no money and then charging interest. Right. right. Like that stuff is, is not godly. Yeah. And, you know, there's this, the second thing is there's this social orientation, right? right. That he has here. Godliness is seen in very much neighborly verbiage, right? Yeah. Like how we treat other people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I think the big takeaway for that is like, yo, how we are relating to others says so much about how we are relating to God. Yeah, how you treat people shows 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 the world mm -hmm. what you think of God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. excellent. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, man, so, these are base. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. no, 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 I mean, so like you you just even look at like verse three and four, the use of words, right? Like mm -hmm. you're reminded of a God that's uh, powerful and his words, right? God used his words in the uh, initial construction project that is the world, right? Amen. God's going to use his words in the redemption project that is repairing and Amen. restoring the world. God's Amen. words are inherently constructive. So mm -hmm. one of the first things that he's going to say about the person who wants to dwell and live with God is verse three, you can't claim to want to be with this God who uses his words to construct and your words are full of slander, tearing folks down, right? Instead, yeah. right, uh, verse four, he's like, what the godly do is they keep their word even yeah. if it causes great harm to themselves, right? Yeah. So it's like, we don't use our words to harm people, but we are willing to endure a type of harm to ourselves if it means that that we keep the words that we said and so reflect the God that we say that we love and serve and want to dwell with. Absolutely. And man, these are basic truths, but they're not easy truths. Right. right? Like right. It, it really is sometimes hard to, you know, check your tongue when right. someone says something crazy about you and not slander back, right? Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's crazy that you know, when we think about what God does for us in Christ, he doesn't just call us to be these kind of people. Mm. He makes us these kind of That's people. That's it. Right? Like God saves us and he gives us his Holy Spirit and his spirit empowers us and changes us from the inside out. Yeah. Right? So our hearts are not just, we're not just, you know, uh, white knuckling and pulling us, ourselves up by our own bootstraps to check these boxes then right. all right i gotta do this i gotta do this it's no like let me depend on the lord That's to it. make me this kind of 
person, yeah. right? Yeah. And the beauty of the gospel is, yo, we are who we are becoming, right? Yeah. Like we are already righteous, but at the same time, we're becoming more and more righteous. We're becoming more and more like Christ. That's it. So much so that God is saying, yo, you're becoming like Christ, but yeah. because I, I finish work, I get stuff done. <laughs> right. I can already say you're righteous now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. These aren't qualities that God looks down to discover, right? It's not like God looks down and he's like, all right, you know, Keith got this and Abina, they got this, but John, man, I don't know. John don't have that, right? <laughs> These are qualities that God deposits in us, mm. right? He yes. creates these things in us. And mm. that's where the security comes from, right? At the yeah. end uh, of verse five, the one who does these things will never be shaken, right? It's what yeah. we get at the end of Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. The fact that God puts his spirit in us as a deposit or a down payment, we see the fruit of that in the righteous ways that we live, that we can't even explain how our tastes have changed. But mm -hmm. that is the prime example that God has done a miraculous work in us. And so we can be safe and secure in what God has done in us and for us. Yeah, and the godliness, though, isn't an end in and of itself. Right. Ah, that's right. Good. Rem remember the question that governs the entire song. Right. Who can dwell with you? Right. The reason God makes us holy, the reason God makes us like Christ, right. is because he wants to make us fit for himself. That's it. Right? He wants us to dwell with him forever. Amen. And he's like, yo, I'm so holy you the distance between me and you is infinite right. so guess who got to cover it right me Absolutely. right i'm going to make you like me so that you can be with me mm. all right and that's the beauty of the gospel we come from god we see everything through god and we're going back to him amen yeah. our father we thank you that you've done the heavy lifting and as sure as you've created this portrait of the righteous father um you've yeah, painted us according to the template that you've made. So thank you. today we thank you, Lord, for making thank us uh, those that can dwell with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.